And the Tar Heels win, just like I knew. I told y'all yesterday. Today it's a new month, Tuesday, March first, 2022. We're in the swamp with the Todford and the Case Cedars. What's going on over there, Todford? Well, Stevie Ray Vaughn's got the house a rocking. Yeah. And the reason I brought up on Stevie Ray house is a rocking because here in the next couple of weeks maybe we got to talk to our agent we're gonna have rock and railing back uh oh now the thing about big day tomorrow at rock and railing's house the new baby sister will arrive and the controversial what she will name it will be known to the public is that nickname rose petal she told us last time but i know things can change from day to day that's what i do yeah i just tell you this don't do nothing crazy. that's right over there (laughs) hey uh election day if you ain't got a clue who to vote for that's all right and i know it's hard to write in people but alfred e newman (laughs) is always the safest candidate what me worry mad magazine's greatest what you got going over there? That's who dad told me to vote for every year of my life anyway, since I was 18. But he always wrote that one in. So he said, well, I'm going to start off. I'd like to start off with something a little funny. So uh, <laughs> I've got. It works for some preacher guy. It does. Uh, so I found these best catchphrases from Saturday Night Live. Well, isn't that special? Oh, yeah. Church lady. Uh, swing, and we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. That's right. Stuart Smalley. And he went into politics. Yeah. <laughs> I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. That's for sure. I got a t-shirt with that on it. That's how big that one is in my little world. But who cares? I'm getting a little of a clint. Talk amongst yourselves. That's my lines. I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to do, uh, there's a few more of them. Uh, that one's an ex-defensive coordinator somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right, 1904. Happy birthday to Glenn Miller. He was born on that day. American big band musician, arranger, composer, and band leader. Strangely enough, on December 15, 1944, while traveling to entertain U.S. troops in France, during World War II, Miller's aircraft disappeared in bad weather over the English Channel. That's, uh, in the old Ted Turner uh, movies, that... That show comes up every once in a while. Glenn Miller story. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a pretty good one. But that, that's in that. Pretty good. Uh, Another birthday, 1944. Talking about my generation. Roger Daltrey. Mm-hmm. His birthday. He was born that day. Some people March say. March 44. Legit. All right, so I got a little story here you see the picture it's a little puppy he looks a little green it's because he is 
A Nova Scotia couple whose three-year-old bulldog gave birth to a litter of eight puppies said they immediately noticed something unusual about one of the newborns. His, her fur was dyed green. So they said it's actually happened around the world a little bit. Um, they saw, they thought that their their dog was finished having puppies, but then she started having them again when they started cleaning her up. She delivered an eighth puppy this time encased in a black sack and they thought that she was stillborn and so they rushed to clean her up and uh, she started to move and she was green and uh, they're saying that it is rare but not as rare as you would think and it says you hear stories about like like that to be there and witness it to witness it it was good is what she said and uh, the, the couple said the puppy's green coloring has started to fade in the days since the birth. And experts said it will continue to fade in the coming weeks until it's gone completely. They think bile gets in the sack. Kind of dyes it. Now, did they name that dog Envy? I think they did. Or one of the other puppies. <laughs> it's named Green. Green with Envy. And then here it comes with Envy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's pretty wild. Well, it is also getting a beat. They sent that dog down to Mardi Gras by chance. <laughs> yeah, they should have. Got beads on it. They should have. Speaking of dogs, we had a visitor yesterday. Elvis entered the building. Yes, he was headed. It was First of all, we spotted him out in the yard, and then he just started heading for the house. And Head west. Came on in. Yeah. And uh, he's our next-door neighbor. Stays here sometimes with us. And... Um, so the other Elvis, 1961, Elvis Presley, signed a five-year movie deal with producer Hal Wallace. And during his career, Elvis made 31 feature films and two documentary feature films. The King? The King. Well, let's see. I got a good, a good fun, family, wholesome story. Oh my see goodness. this right here? So it's a Lego setup of an MRI. And the Lego Foundation has announced, apparently they've already done this, but they're donating another 600 Lego kits to hospitals worldwide for miniature MRI scanners. And they help the children cope with the intimidating process of having a magnetic resonance imaging scan or MRI. Let's check this thing out. It even tells them, it makes noise like the MRI would so yeah. they know exactly what to expect. And it says their team has found using the Lego model has led to more positive, calm experiences for many children. So I'm giving them the Make It Count Award. Lego Corporation, Lego Foundation. They've also developed four training videos to accompany the model to help medical staff guide children through the process of an MRI scan. The model facilitates both role play and dialogue so that the child feels safe and can build confidence and resilience before the actual journey. I know my brother, they put him through all kinds of tests and you know, they never really tell you exactly what to expect probably because they've never actually been through one of the tests. They've just going on what they've learned and been told. But if this would be, this would be great kind of guide to get through, you know, bronchoscope or, you know, just any kind of getting your, your blood drawn or anything like that. And then I know my brother built a whole village of Legos. So yeah, um, big Lego guy. Yeah. And that's awesome. Uh, the, well, you're coaching them, getting their mindset going that direction. Yep. And, you know, all Kobe had when we were going through things, what I had experienced being an x-ray tech and, you know, telling him things. But, you know, the, 
coming up. But he he did what they said. It's, uh, you gotta mentally prepare for just about whatever is going on in the world. Especially in the little ones world like that. What you know today, Todd? Well, that's awesome though about Legos. Well, hey, uh, the uh, Old Farmer's Almanac. I'm gonna tell you about March, the third month. Today is 3-1-2022. And the squirrels just as crazy and the birds happy out in the backyard today. Name for the Roman god of war, Mars. This was the time of year to resume military campaigns that had been interrupted by winter. The spring equinox. Celebrate the vernal equinox and the start of spring. Some people would probably call it equinox. Well, whatever. The spring equinox marks the astronomical first day of spring in the northern hemisphere. What happens on the equinox? What determines the first day of spring? Before you try to balance that egg, read this. In spring, no one thinks of the snow that fell last year. Here we go. Unless you're here, we're still talking about it. That's right. I envy. Yeah, get back over there, will you? <laughs> A question. Does spring begin on March 1 or on the equinox? Answer? Well, both. The answer depends on your definition of spring. Both dates are accurate. They're just from different perspectives. We'll explain. Astronomically speaking, the first day of spring is marked by the spring equinox, which falls on March 19th, 20 or 21st every year. The equinox happens at the same moment worldwide, although our clock times reflect a different time zone. And as mentioned above, this date only signals springs beginning in the northern hemisphere. It announces fall arrival in the southern Interestingly, due to time zone differences, there isn't a March 21 equinox in mainland U.S. during the entire 21st century. We won't see a March 21st equinox again until 2101. Wow, okay. Meteorologically speaking, <laughs> The official first day of spring is March 1st, and the last is May 31st. Weather scientists divide the year into quarters to make it easier to compare seasonal and monthly statistics from one year to the next. The meteorological seasons are based on annual temperature cycles rather than on the position of Earth in relation to the sun, and they more closely follow the Gregorian calendar using the dates of the astronomical equinoxes and solipsis for the season <laughs> would present a statistical problem as these dates can vary slightly each year. Oh, y'all got all that? Wow. Because there will be a quiz later on sometimes in your life, I imagine. Maybe on Jeopardy. 
true. I don't know. What is? That was a lot. Wow. Well, anyway, we got through that deal. And I'll throw another question and answer at you tomorrow. And this is from our, one of our non-paying sponsors, the Old Farmers Almanac. Now, Robert B. Thomas founded in 1792. I'm just saying. He didn't ask us to say anything, you know, give him that shout out. We just did. That's right. But we do shout out to Slap Happy Barbecue in Kemp, mm -hmm. Texas. Yeah. And if you need propane parts and accessories, Mitchell's Welding, Terrell, Texas. All right. Now, and need some repairs at your house. We're just going to go ahead and go with Ricky Irwin over at Terrell. He'll do it. He'll get it done. Hey, you know, bananas are a uh, pretty interesting little energy food. Uh, I've always been told or always read about, eat a banana, it picks you up for about two hours. You can. And the uh, it's, they're loaded with potassium, which our blood needs, which helps carry oxygen and all that kind of thing. You know, to our red blood cells. But, got a question here, and I have three nutritionists that's going to tell you their answer. Is eating banana pills good for health? But I also know if you get stung something, you take the inside of a banana pill and rub on it, it will. You know, bee stings, along with tobacco you know, from a cigarette or something, put it on there and it draws out the poison. But let's see what the banana pill does. I can't pronounce any of these nutritious names. Wouldn't matter. Same thing like you want to know about March. So we're going to march on here. Is eating banana pills good for health? Banana pills have extensive uses in the manufacturing of protease enzymes. Remember, enzymes break down things. Cellulose nanofibers from banana pills are used as emulsifiers and antioxidants. Chitsen is being developed from banana peel. Pectin is extracted from banana peel. Banana peel is totally edible. It is bitter when raw. As it ripens, it turns sweet. Peel can be blended into a smoothie. Another nutritionist. Even banana peels is having a lot of health benefits. The word is eating. Okay. Banana peel contains polyphenol and carotenoids. Especially green banana peel is good compared to yellow banana peel. It also contains antioxidants, which reduces the risk of cancer. And one more. I will tell you though, all these nutritionists have 10 years to 5 years experience. In 10 to 5. Yeah. Banana pills are packed with antioxidants, polyphenols, and carotenoids that fight cancer-causing free radicals and help you to maintain a good health. Choose healthy, green, unripe bananas pills because these are rich in antioxidants. And a side note from the swamper here in the swamp. After you peel the banana pills, you can get somebody to make banana pudding. You're really doing pretty good. <laughs> yep. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, yeah. Uh, maybe put a little banana peel over the grill. 
they do that in Mexico, those plantains. Well, yep. just saying. There you go. Although heat destroys a little bit, but if you put up with the little bitter taste, I guess, but as it ages, it gets sweeter. Uh, I'm just saying. And old Cedric the donkey there across the fence <laughs> sure likes them when they when Dad doesn't throw them on his back. <laughs> that was an accident. Yeah, yeah. That's what I told his attorney. <laughs> I told him, look, I didn't mean to, you know, after just bad throw that day. Hey, wit and wisdom from Texas High School Coaches Association magazine. That leadership is a potent combination of strategy and character. But if you must be without one, be without the strategy. Norman Swartz called. Mm. Yeah. He says, hey, let's go with trusting people and that type of thing. Hey, real quick, I've been looking a little bit of uh, 30 years ago. The day ain't over yet. And uh, this would be our day nine up there. And March 1st was a Sunday back in 1992. And there's a sentence right here I'm just going to bring out. People have called and stuff. And uh, reads like this. The normal visitation of doctors took place. Molly and Archie called, and Kobe talked to them first. He was telling them about going out yesterday and that we were planning on going out this afternoon. Archie told me the Coffin Girls basketball team was going to state. And that, of course, they're coached by Mark Harris. What do you think about that? Yeah, that was going on 30 years ago, and the Browns, for our girls that you know be coughing out right off the bat in the playoffs, they're going to state this weekend. So life goes on. Probably some of their parents 30 years ago or might have been in school. You know, down around in there. I still just can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, it moves on. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's start getting some prayers together to get somebody to get a hold of that dictator over there. I don't care who you are. Find a way. You gotta get that kind of thinking, that kind of mindset out. Anytime you're hurting people to benefit yourself, that ain't right. I guess you can call that a documentary today. That just wears me out. Sure would like to see somebody get some crosshairs on that dude. You got anything to multiply, subtract, add, or Bye. You got anything going on this week? Hey, I'm going to the tail conference with you, buddy. All right. Thursday and Friday, right. we're going to be at the Yeah, you need to Event tell what Center. that stands for, by the way, because people out there say that know me. Going to the tail conference, what is it? Going to the beach or something? <laughs> what, what it's the Texas Association for Literacy Education Conference, the 10th annual, and Todd Gent Swamp Productions, and I will be there at a booth. We've got the booth set up in the living room right now, and we're ready to pack it up in the truck and head on to Plano. So we'll be doing that Friday and Saturday. Hey, whatever's going on right now in your life, that's the most important. No matter what anybody tells you. And no matter what they do to us today, keep on, keep on going. Get your mindset right. If you're struggling a little bit about something, get some help for somebody. 
because they, they might have already done some of those struggles. And that can give you a little bit of maybe what they've gone through. But we just always want you to know that only you can beat your own drum. Make it count.